0: What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the First Defense audio installment. This is episode 13 or 14 after Dover, another rained out Dover, pushed to Monday, but it was a really good race. We saw um, how the Chastain caution played into this one because that's just a typical thing at this point. The Truex Brothers swept the weekend with Ryan finally breaking through and Martin ending His win this streak, which was like a few days away from hitting 600 days, which is crazy. It was a solid race, comers and goers, action, kind of a late race battle too. So yeah, we got a lot to talk about, talk about all that stuff later. First things first, like always, got to look at the standings, see if there's any big changes. Chastain took the lead, he's in first, but Bell is just behind him in third. And then it's Harvick, Truex Blaney, Reddick. Hamlin, Kyle Bush drop three. Hamlin's up three. And then Blaney and Truex are both up three in the top five. Keselowski is up three to ninth, while Larson drops all the way down to tenth. Um, yeah, he dropped six spots. Byron and Bush are up three and four in eleventh and twelfth. Lugano, another really bad finish for him. He's in thirteenth. Then Stenhouse, Bowman, because he's injured. Briscoe. Daniel Suarez, Ty Gibbs, Austin Sindrick, Michael McDowell, Bubble Wallace, Corey the Joy. I don't know. Gregson is second to last, behind Ty G- Dillon, and Austin Dillon's third to last after his penalty in another rough race. Elliott's up to 29th. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's the biggest thing. the middle of the packs kind of staying the same? There's a bubble battle, but I think you're gonna have to win. Um. 'Cause I would think like you got Chastain, Harvick, Blaney all up there in the top what's that, seven, who are probably gonna point their way into the playoffs if they don't win. So there's no real bubble battle yet. We gotta wait for get yeah, through the summer till that starts heating up. Alright, finishing positions, see if we got any things that stood out. It's kinda this is kinda how it is at Dover. No one really puts no one really surprises you much. Truex, X Blaney, Byron, Hamlin, Bell, Reddick, Kozlowski, Busher, Josh Berry. So yeah. I mean the RFK cars finishing with eighth and ninth is good, but they were in good last year and that's they've had decent speed. This was a really good day for them, but no no real shock. Alright, so talking about the actual race now. We went in qualifying cancelled again. Had a lot have had a lot of that this year. But I thought that, and they didn't really, the pr- practice was weird because of all this stuff that was going on. It was kind of chaotic. Um, the t- the track had like no rubber on it and cars were crashing, so that didn't really tell us much, I didn't think. No one was really just sit out there running a ton of laps. Everyone was working on their car. So I thought it was going to be, I mean, I I thought Byron would be fast and Brad, he was, he had a really good time in practice and Larson, but I didn't. I wasn't really, per, I I still had no clue going into Sunday, especially with all the changes the track was going to go through, but I kind of like when we don't have qualifying just because it's like a surprise right when the race starts, who's going to have what, and we saw that pretty early. Denny and Larson were moving up, and then you saw guys just struggling and dropping back quick. Kyle Busch was fine from the pole after a really bad practice, I thought he was going to struggle, but... What ended up killing his day is that speeding penalty, so who knows how he would have done. Byron, very strong in the beginning. It was it was a typical, it was like a comer and goer race, which I, I really like those kinds of races because you just never know what's going to happen. Byron came on strong in the beginning, and then you, you thought Hamlin and Larson were going to get up there and maybe contend, but then Larson got taken out, and Hamlin had some bad pit stops, in Truex, I remember him running around eighth, and I'm like, just every week he's just in that in that same spot. Just can't get the winning speed, and it's just he's ne- I feels like he's never gonna win. So I basically doubted him, and next thing you know, he's fl- he just started flying up. So that was cool to see. He just his car was so strong. He, I mean, you could pass here, but at this point when he started moving up through the field, he was just blowing everybody's doors off. And getting this, ending this winless streak and with how good he's been running. I mean, he hasn't been running as good as we've seen him run in his whole career, but we've seen him run good, and he definitely lost some races that just came down to locker, like his team not executing. So I think that maybe, I mean, maybe he could win a few more in these upcoming weeks. You would think Kansas is going to be a really good one for him. Darlington, he's amazing at. Um... The Coke 600, all those intermediates. So maybe they even get a few more. I think this is this is like huge for that team. It's just the time it came is like perfect because how much speed they could have. What was weird about this one is, and I think we've gotten this a few times. I remember vaguely maybe a, there was another race like this, but we had Truex, Blaney, and Chastain all up there contending for the win, and they're all on massive winless streaks and even hamlin is on a really pretty long winless streak i think it'll be a year and the when the coke 600 comes around i'm pretty sure that's the last win he got so yeah they were all i i had a feeling someone was gonna end their winless streak it ended up being true x blaney just he's gotten so many second place finishes he's right there he just hasn't got it done yet someone who really struggled was Uh, Noah Gregson He's he's just been having a really rough time Just not finishing races Getting caught up in wrecks Or getting turned Just all kinds of different stuff Different circumstances happening to him His best race was last week And he still walked away with a DNF I think he really could have used a top 10 last week So hopefully they can turn it around And Petty is just terrible Jones struggled I just I don't know what's going on with them and how long it could take for them to turn it around but it's it's just not looking good and then on the flip side Gibbs the other rookie he's running super strong he was having a top five day and ended up having an issue with fuel I think they didn't get enough fuel in the car and he had to save and some other things happened and he ended up finishing in the teens I want to say so didn't finish it off but still a really good run. So yeah, overall I thought it was a good race. I really liked Dover. It's the next gen car does really well at it. It was a good race last year, and I can say the same about this one too. I mean, there was only eight cars on the lead lap, so it was definitely strung out out in the middle of it. But the the racing was solid when it was happening, so I can't complain about that. It could have been a lot worse. Um, yeah. I think that's it for like the race we're gonna cover more stuff now but just some things I wanted to mention before we move on to the first defense move of the race and the underdog of the race. Alright the first defense move of the race this week definitely has to go for the 19 crew taking two tires because we talked about how they've definitely thrown some races away in the next gen car since they've been on this winless streak and some of them have actually been because of tire calls like this so it was the perfect call take the two tires don't give up any track position and be able to restart on the outside and just get the lead and Blaney put up a little bit of a fight but once Truex got the lead track position was it wasn't as strong as we've seen it before but it was strong enough where with just a few laps ago, go he would easily be able to hold off Chastain and that's all they needed to finish off that race and they were the fastest car so they definitely deserved it. They were the fastest car at the end, and I'm glad he got it done. All right, moving on to the underdog of the race, it goes to someone who's already got one this year, and it's Josh Berry because he got another solid top 10 run, filling in for Bowman this time instead of Chase Elliott, and that's pretty much all they can ask from him is to just run top 10, I would say, and I I would think he's getting almost the most out of that car. I'm sure Bowman would have ran better but for how little experience in the next gen car Josh Berry has it's still really good and he outran Chase Elliott I think on just speed I'm sure in parts of the race Elliott was outrunning him but Josh at the end came up on top one position better than Chase and he outran Larson too although Larson was in a wreck so you can't really take much away from that still pretty good to see him being the second-highest finishing HMS car. All right, now it's time for race takes and NAS facts. Um, so race takes, there, there's a reason why I didn't talk about the Chastain incident, and this is why, because the race takes are Chastain's fault, Chastain is an idiot, immoral, and Larson got Chastain. In the beginning of this podcast, I forget how I said it, but I said that Chastain, there's a the weekly Chastain caution, And at one point last year, I said this too, but he had kind of slowed down and stopped wrecking so many people. I think that was kind of the end of the summer last year when he started to calm down a little bit. But there was that streak where he would literally cause a caution every single week. So he's back. He's back to form. Caution every single week. You can count on it. Kansas, I'm sure he'll do it. Darlington, I'm sure i will do it. Um, so he did it at Dega. He did it at... It kind of started at the end of last year, actually, when he took Elliott out. When, I mean, he didn't take him out. He just didn't cut him a break and turn him into the wall. So Phoenix, the clash. I think he took somebody out. Hamlin, yeah. Um, Talladega last week. This week it was Larson and Poole. I'm trying to think if there's any other. I'm sure. I'm for. Oh, Hamlin and him in Phoenix. I guess you could count that. There's so many incidents, and he's on a two race streak. And would we have before Dega Martinsville or Bristol Dirt or something? I not sure. I'm sure he caused one there. Um, yeah, and even if he doesn't cause one, he just gets blamed for it, <laughs> for causing one. All right, so that's it for race sakes They're all about Chastain. But now we got some NAS facts from Trey Ryan. Follow him on Twitter, TreyRyan99. I'll link it. And I'm only going to do three from now on, just three. And you, if you can go on and look at all of them, there's a ton on his Twitter. All right, number one is Joey Logano recorded three finishes of 30th or, or worse in the last four races. And this is the first time he's done this since the summer of 2012. This is pretty insane because I mean Blaney ran fine and Logano's car was just terrible. I know he had some issues and then he was in a wreck at Dega and he's not it's not like it's a lot of it's bad luck, but their Penske is just struggling. They have one win, it's at Atlanta and I mean this was the closest they came to winning, I wanna say, other than that Atlanta race was Dover and Blaney still never really had a winning car so yeah they gotta turn things around but I don't think Logano and Penske as a whole was this bad last year but they they did win Darlington and next thing you know he's in the championship and he won that so it's not I'm not worried about it if I was a Ligano fan but it is pretty crazy it reminds me of Kyle Busch last year when he had all those really bad finishes. And we were looking back like 10, 15 years to see the last time he had this bad of a season or a stretch. All right, next one. Ricky, this is kind of the flip side. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. now has a series leading top 15 streak with top 15 finishes the last four straight weeks. And that's, for him, that's probably like having, I mean, it's like having four straight top 10s or top 8s for a front runner, or maybe even top fives, I don't know. They're, he still lost a spot in the standings, but he's sitting 14th with a win, so he's he can quietly um, make it through the first few rounds of the playoffs, I think, and I've been saying that, so it's good for him. And if they can carry this a little bit into next year, then who knows how good they can get, maybe become a, weekly, a yearly playoff um team all right last one we'll go with second place finishes with the next Shankar. car number one is ross chastain at six that's pretty crazy he only has two wins and it's been a year reddick has five but that makes sense because he's won Watt four blaney four that's crazy he hasn't won yet elliott four larson four logano 4, Kyle Busch, 3, Kevin Harvick, 2, Austin Dillon, 2, wow, wouldn't expect that, Denny Hamlin, 2, Bubba Wallace, 2, there's some, like, but I'm really surprised Austin Dillon has 2 second place finishes, and I can't really think of when those came, I think one of them was Talladega last year, in the spring, not sure where the other one was, but yeah, Blaney with 4, no, no win in the next gen car, and then Chastain with, six and hasn't won in forever and a lot of those six has come recently so yeah that's some cool stats make sure you follow trey on twitter um yeah now we'll move on to just other news and then preview kansas real quick so before we move on i want to talk about the xfinity race um that was that was a good race it wasn't as racy as i expected i think it was just amazing last year so it's hard to top that with algyre and barry but it was still a good race truex i was happy to see him win i've been picking him a little bit here and there this year i didn't pick him for dover but i did pick him for martinsville sadly he didn't get it done there it was like a typical nascar thing to happen it's where martin got his first cup win and then I think they said Ryan won a k and n series championship there it's their home track and then they Ryan gets his first win and Martin wins, which breaks a six hundred day winless streak about six hundred days and a huge chunk of races too and that's just what that na- always happens in NASCAR like Bush winning at Auto Club after a rough year last year where he got his first win it's about to get demolished or when to, you could look all the back, way back to when Junior won at Daytona after Dale died. Stuff like that always happens. Like when Kurt's car won when he was announcing. It's so it's, hap- it's already happened a bunch of times this year. Alright, one more thing before we talk about Kansas. So If you listen to this podcast, I would assume you might listen to Denny Hamlin's podcast. And he, or you're on Twitter, Instagram, and saw his bracket idea where there would be head-to-head battles uh with so every driver's in a bracket 36 cars and the one seed starting in round 1 the one seed goes against the last seed in a head to head battle at say Dover Kansas wherever and the, there's five rounds five races and each race is a new round and one of two is going to get eliminated until there's two left and then that's going to be the fifth race and the final And Hamlin came up with this idea because he thinks it'd be, like, really cool and you'd be able to bet on it and everything, and people, like, loved it, I guess, because everyone wants to do it. So if you go on Twitter, Dirty Mo Media, they're the ones who make Hamlin's podcast made a bracket, so you can do a bracket, and it starts with Kansas, and I think it goes Kansas, Darlington, um gateways in there charlotte is the finale maybe or no sonoma is the finale so five races head to head it's cool i'll probably come up with a bracket and post it on instagram at first i thought it was a bad idea because he was saying that it would drivers would like kind of go out of their way to win that head to head so i thought it was a bad idea because like i just want the guys to just try to win i don't want them like focusing on beating something but he he thinks that it wouldn't affect anything it would just be an extra element to look for and if those guys were right next to each other they might knock each other out of the way on the last lap just to get the win especially if there was points involved or money so or just anything he said so yeah that's cool I'll, i'll post my bracket if i make one it's going to be, and he also said it could be like the March Madness thing where NASCAR offers an insane amount of money if you get a perfect bracket because he was saying that if you had done it at Dover, Bush would have been out, Larson, Logano, just a ton of really, a ton of upsets. All There was eight upsets, I think, so for you to guess all eight of those upsets, I would think is nearly impossible. Um. I think the way it would be, though, is you don't fill out the entire bracket at once. I'm not sure. I think you would fill it out round by round. Alright, moving on to Kansas. We got a doubleheader, no Xfinity. Cup race is 3 o'clock Sunday. Practice and qualifying is 5.05 and 5.50 Saturday night. The truck race is Saturday at 8 o'clock under the lights. Practice and qualifying is 12.05, 12.35 Saturday morning. No Xfinity. For cup i'm going kyle bush i i don't know i i really don't know who to pick i 2311 swept this race last year i think toyota will be strong larson and byron but i i just ret reddick should be good too Bubba of course chastain even maybe harvick but i think Bush, the A car won the pole. I think the A car won both poles last year. I know they won the one in the fall, so they should have a good setup, just like Auto Club, and Bush is really good there. I think he he gets it done, and my pick will probably change if he doesn't win the truck race, though. If he wins the truck race, gets his 100th win for KBM, I think he's going to have a ton of momentum, and that's going to help him. But I think... If not, it might change my mind about this. So I'm having him sweep the weekend. He did it in 2021, so he could definitely do it. And that'd be cool if he got his 100th Cup win, or his 100th Truck Series win for KBM. Um, Yeah, there's my picks. Like I said, Larson, Byron, Hamlin, Bell, Truex, Reddick, Bubba, Chastain, Harvick I wrote, Um, maybe Blaney or Logano, and then Elliot, I didn't put him because he usually doesn't run amazing here, but I think he'll run. He could, he could easily win. All right, so yeah, just a double header, no Xfinity. Kansas, really good race, one of my favorite tracks. I just, I love intermediates. It's, I like them, even. I just like when there's a good package on intermediates and. I like short tracks too, but if the package is right on all tracks, I think I still might like intermediates because when intermediates get racy, it's just cool to see all the different lines and guys diving to the bottom and all that stuff I love. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully there's no rain. I think we might get another rained out qualifying and stuff again, but I think it's going to be 75 and sunny, so it should be hot and slick. Should be able to go to the bottom, go to the top, bunch of different lines, and that's what makes Kansas really good when guys are throwing it into the bottom and other guys are running the top. And then after Kansas, we got Darlington, which is usually a really good race, and it's throwback weekend, so definitely a lot to look forward to. And Wilkesboro's coming up as well, and the Coke 600. This this has got to be my favorite month for NASCAR races. I don't know what could really compete with this, Dover, Darlington, Charlotte, and North Wilkesboro, it's like the perfect set of races, so yeah, definitely, definitely going to be cool, and that's going to do it for the episode though, I hope you guys like it, let me know if you want what else you want to see, just DM me, let me know if you listened, I appreciate everyone who listens and i have a new podcast coming i said i was gonna announce it this week i think so stay tuned on my social media it'll be coming out at the end of the week and have a good one peace